welcome marvelous makers and art appreciators to the art space podcast brought to you by lemon street gallery and art space located at 4601 sheridan road stop on by your favorite citrus themed art gallery yes do it and say hi yeah say hi pop in yes smiling faces awaiting you yeah and bring a smiling face yeah you know <laughs> yes be, yeah but yeah some more smiles so um but i am your host shelby nesbo and i'm jay coy <laughs> and today it is just us just us number five you know it's uh been an interesting couple <laughs> of weeks months yeah we've had a lot going on i was about to say <laughs> and we've been off for a while but now we're back mm-hmm. and we hope to Go on a nice string of weeks where we actually have episodes yes. here for a while. And then we take our holiday break. Yes, that's it's coming up soon. But just prepping you for the next break that's yeah. going to be coming you know, up. You know, just expectations, you know. Mm-hmm. We're human. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of human, uh, I've I've been out sick for a while. And yeah. Taking some time to heal, so. Can't record a podcast when you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, or, I mean, you can, I'm... but I advise against it, especially if you have a guest. Yes, sneezing on them. And... Yeah, and you record in person. Yeah. So, but yeah, I've been been sick and I got recently diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Um, so it's been medication for that, adjusting little personal stuff. So that's been cool. I've, uh, well, not cool, but cool to have a well, diagnosis. Yeah, yeah. That, you yeah. seemed excited when you told me about it. I mean, yeah. maybe excited is not the right term. But uh, relieved. Relieved. That's it. A, a, a bit of excitement for the relief of knowing what it was and yeah. everything. So, but um, I got I have um, Hashimoto's, and it uh, triggered some hypothyroidism. So big words. Yes. Yes. So hopefully getting that resolved and the medication process has just made me very, very, very tired. Mm. So that's been a little poopy for my energy to run so many things and do so many things so fitting for your sweatshirt yes tired (laughs) and inspired says my sweatshirt so it's my favorite one but um the thyroid is that in the in the throat area yes it's like a little bow tie in your throat bow tie yeah oh so i could tell people if i'm dressed underdressed for something i'll be like i have a bow tie it's It's called my thyroid yeah internally google it yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah google it why don't you look it up so right now we're just chilling, got a little bit of wine, having fun, catching up. It's been a minute since we've just chatted. Yeah. So, yeah. We've had a lot going on here in the gallery. Mm-hmm. You yes. want to talk about the POS? Uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. We've been getting a new point of sale system here. and Yeah, that stands for point of sale, not the other one. Yes. <laughs> well, I, Maybe that too. I have moments where I'm really calling it the other thing. Um <laughs> But yeah, having to do re-invent, like re-inventory everything. And um, so, yeah, we're just gearing up for the holiday season and trying to streamline that process and bring our um, sales system into, well, it was in the 21st century before, but uh, more updated where we could do tap to pay. and The 22nd century. Yes. So <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> quicker transactions and whatnot. They're going to so. do transactions with their brain in the 22nd yes. century. <laughs> Snap your finger and it's mental math. Yeah. Or just send a credit card through a chip in our brains or something weird. Probably. So, who knows? But, but now, now mm-hmm. we got a much better system. Yes, very excited for that. It's yeah. going to run so much smoother and got even like a barcode scanner and everything. Yeah. So that's really fun. So yeah, we're just gearing up for the holiday season because we have 
artistry, of course. Artistry. Yes, at the gallery here. So it's a nice little giftable art show. If you need a stocking stuffer from a local handmade artist, it's a really good um, place to go. Or we've got some on the higher end, like about max we usually True. do for that show is 100. So you want a nice, really piece, like nice, expensive piece of jewelry that um, made by local hands, it, it'll be in there as well. So. Exactly. Crazy that so. Halloween and November are almost here. Oh gosh! Don't don't scare me with that. I gotta go buy candy. Oh, I've I've been putting it off, but mm-hmm. I ran out of candy last year. Ooh, that's always awkward. I live in a high traffic neighborhood, and I also don't like people, <laughs> so I do the bucket method. Oh yeah, just... bucket on the porch, a sign to guilt trip people, mm-hmm. and then the realization that a significant number of those can't read because they're like yeah, a under little kid the age yeah. Two, <laughs> yeah. or whatever so uh it take a crusty fistful and yeah keep I'll, on running we'll say that's the reason why they're taking so much yeah. not that they just want a lot of candy yeah but uh yeah we i would have i had to go out and like refill my bucket like six times wow yeah my mom she came over last year for halloween made little goodie bags like everyone got a goodie bag with chocolates and toys and stuff she would make goodie bags for our street and hand them out and she just loved it so she came and visited from kentucky just to do trick-or-treating so that's adorable yeah she's always about it and but we don't we're not in a high traffic area so it's like i could get one big bag and probably snack a little and still have enough oh man so. i i was not snacking oh, at no. all i was in fact i was going i thought there was a hershey kiss over here somewhere <laughs> didn't i see a jolly rancher yeah <laughs> just throw in a couple of pennies padded out <laughs> yeah i was gonna start giving out like tide pods oh my gosh no, i don't, don't have tide pods <laughs> not that bougie no <laughs> well mm-hmm. I, I actually have an interesting story about my laundry situation. Oh, goodness, go. <laughs> but I, yeah. I don't know if I should divulge. Is it TMI? No, I just wonder if people might judge me. Oh, okay. About your laundering habits? Well, uh, my, my ex-girlfriend and I live together mm-hmm. still, mm-hmm. and uh, she is a big fan of, like, Kickstarter stuff mm-hmm. and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. New products being developed. Mm-hmm. So she got these little electronic balls that you put in your washing machine instead of using a detergent and they do like uh oh there's a term for it they like react with the water and they make it like super clean water or something like that okay Uh, she she kicked me if (laughs) yeah she heard this (laughs) she knows screaming at it but it's like it makes these little bubbles and it's called like a wash wow or something like that google it you'll you'll, you're you're at home going i know what that's called (laughs) But, but there's no soap no. involved. I, sometimes I use soap. I was supposed to say you sneak it in there and just like, <laughs> yeah. but, screw uh, this tiny little machine that we're throwing in the big machine. But it, it's kind of cool, and you just recharge it. And uh, yeah. <laughs> you and have to charge a device yeah, to it's, use It's your electronic, wash- and it's completely covered in the water that you put in your washing machine. What and the it, heck? But I swear it, it actually works. Uh, I, I do feel like when I use soap, it's a little bit cleaner, mm-hmm. but just a little, little. I, it's doing something. It's not as, it's not like you just put it in and forget to add soap and you just run it with water only. Mm. I feel like it comes out better than that. Gotcha. So 
But these things are kind of annoying. They don't work a lot of the time. They... I was about to say, you have to charge it up. Yeah. Not with my lifestyle. That would not work at all. <laughs> well, sometimes I'll go to do a load and I'll be like, oops. oops. Maybe I'll do one in three hours. <laughs> oops. Maybe I'll just throw in a little soap and right. just <laughs> do well, the other normal. one. Oh, this isn't the only weird uh, laundry thing we Okay, have. gotcha. <laughs> we got these things called soap nuts. What? I think that's what they're called. It's some type of nut that grows in like Brazil or something like okay. that. And um, they, I guess they found that like the local tribes that if they did their like washing mm -hmm. downstream from some of these trees, mm -hmm. that their stuff turned out a lot cleaner than otherwise. It's got some sort of chemicals in the shells of the nuts that mm -hmm. this tree produces. It makes like a lather. And... It's not even really a soap as much <laughs> as like a, just like... You putting nuts in your water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, but You're putting just, nuts in electronic device. Well, I don't do them both at the same time. Uh, but oh my god! Like when I, if I didn't, if I forgot to charge the wash wow, I could use the soap nuts. <laughs> okay. This is why I wasn't sure I was going to say it because uh, I thought people would probably judge me. No, I'm not judging you. Just, that just does not fit my I'm lifestyle. I'm pretty sure at my all. clothes aren't stinky. Okay. I feel like people would have told me by now. So, <laughs> so it must kind of stink. work. <laughs> Maybe it's not as good as, you know, chemicals. I don't know. But the soap nut thing is kind of cool. It's that... and, and you can reuse them multiple times. Mm -hmm. So I'll just kind of, you'll put like five of these. And it's just the shells of the nuts. Mm -hmm. Really hard to describe. I wish I remembered so the name the of the nuts. So the nuts are in a sack? Yeah, they come in like a sack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds dirty, but it's not. Yep. It's clean. Uh, clean your clothes. Um, they come in like a sack and you'll take them out and put them into like a different kind of mesh bag with mm -hmm. like a drawstring top mm -hmm. and kind of tie it. Okay. And then you toss the bag, the pouch in mm -hmm. and it's got about three to five nuts in there. Mm -hmm. And then um, you can reuse them up to like four or five times or something like that. So do you get content? Like, do you have a subscription to these nuts? No, because we bought like one bag like three years ago and you don't end up using them much because you can reuse them. So I'll just mm. like pop a new one in every time I do it. Like you're not, oh, they don't a even rotation tell you to do of that. the nuts. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. So, but yeah, it's a, it's an adventure. Well, that sounds My interesting. <laughs> I, we just, uh, we get the powder. We don't get the detergent. That's um, a good move. It's just powder. I, yeah. I feel like I'm, I don't know. With Paying it, for water otherwise. Yeah. And it's heavier. Yeah. And so it just works best with our system and everything. And we, for a while, we had some liquid detergent and then we get these like random spots on our clothes that wouldn't come out. It just, it, it would look like a grease stain and yeah. we try washing it out over and over again, but it, they wouldn't come out. And so we switched to powder and ever since then it's been speak of the devil he just messaged me oh it was but, only a message is not a call like last yeah, time yeah but he's got a new job yay way yay, to go Alex. yay goober yeah. he's also been doing some designing work lately yes. speak of the goober let's change the subject yes. off of my weird uh <laughs> hygiene laundry habits. habits i guess it's not hygiene anyways <laughs> before i move on tell me if my clothes stink i'd okay. want to know seriously <laughs> yes. all everybody out there i'm not just saying this to gotcha. you shelby <laughs> Anyways, uh, tell so, me if I stink. <laughs> but uh, Alex, <laughs> yes, Alex, he a recent past guest. Uh -huh. Him and I, well, mostly him. He helped me uh, design a 
A thing. A thing. <laughs> yeah. That's going to be available for purchase. Yeah. Ooh, so vague. So we've talked over the years on this podcast now about mm-hmm. my weather page, which mm-hmm. I, I'm always hesitant to bring up because I'm not a big self-promoter. You're a weather guy. But Jake, Makes sense. You have yeah. a weather page. Jake's mm-hmm. Kenosha Area Weather Page on Facebook mm-hmm. and on Instagram, too. It is celebrating its 10th anniversary. 10 years. Yeah. Whoa. Crazy, right? Yeah. And uh, it was this past Monday, I believe, depending on when this came out. Yeah, the, twen- the 23rd. Whoa. We celebrated our 10th <laughs> anniversary. Sorry, it sounds like false excitement, but I've known about this for no, a while. Yeah, this is not a surprise <laughs> yeah. to you. <laughs> yes. Because as celebration for that, I'm mm-hmm. unveiling merch. Yay! Uh, t-shirts, sweatshirts. I've yet, I've yet to see, I've seen the final design, but like... I haven't seen it on the shirt part yeah. yet. Oh, I and haven't that's either. Gonna be... <laughs> We're recording this pretty early, yeah. but it should be up by then. But that'll be exciting to see the the full process and the full product. Yeah, so. it's it's. I'm working with the lettering machine here in Kenosha, which also has Lemon Street materials. Yes, materials, merch, merch. merchandise. Yes, <laughs> other M word. Cool things that I have designed. So go yeah. go get yourself one. So you can go, even if my page somehow isn't up. Already for my weather page. Hey, double dip. Support both of it. Yeah. Buy some merch. Yeah. But yeah, you, you can go on uh, the lettering machine. I'll, I'll probably have a link posted on my on my social media for my weather page. You can go on there and buy some merch. I've had, believe it or not, I've had people over the years say, you should sell t-shirts. <sighs> blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, uh, it's nice to have the support. Yeah, this <laughs> is going to be the, I, I probably will do more designs in the future. I'm already thinking of a second one. Ooh. And, uh. But yeah, this is the first one, and Alex is the one that designed it for me. So oh. big shout out to Alex Brown. 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 <laughs> You're like, oh no. Is that right? It's Brown. Brown. Yeah. Yes. You said sure. He gets mistaken for Brown all the time. <laughs> I feel like that would be how you'd pronounce it in German. It is. Okay, but he doesn't. But here, yeah. Because we're not in German. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it wasn't um at his graduation they pronounced it brain. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah. So, and I made a joke um, when he was graduating. I was like, oh, brain over brawn. <laughs> he's he like, no, stop it. Oh, that's funny. But... So, I mean, it could be worse. That's all yeah. I mean, it's a ha- common mistake with my last name's hard to pronounce. Oh. I found out <laughs> I was pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, recently. I was about to say. I think I talked about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm not sure how it's going to go. I don't know if anybody's going to buy anything. I know I'm going to buy some stuff. Hey. But, mm-hmm. and probably my mom. Yeah. <laughs> and your wonderful patrons on Patreon. Well, well, hopefully, hopefully. And mm-hmm. and I believe we're, we're working on the details, but I'm hoping that by, by the time you're hearing this, it will have been worked out. But the, my patrons will probably be getting some sort of a perk for being a patron. Mm-hmm. I think a discount probably on the on the products. So, Ooh, so discount then, code. Yes, I think that's probably what we're going to land on. Gotcha. Got got to give them something. Yeah. So uh, as a thank you for their support. Oh, well, that's nice. But yeah, it's crazy. It's been a it's been a wild ride. I've uh, been hesitant to do something like this because I'm not very vain, I guess. Oh. <laughs> and to take on something like this too, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of emails, I'll say oh, yeah. that. But the, the lettering machine was great to work with. Shout out to uh, Jaina, our past guest from Violet Wilder. She mm-hmm. was helping me with a lot of this. So oh, she's been nice. great. 
Yeah, because she's a, one of the designers over there. Isn't she's she? like the main person that I'm emailing with about the web store. That's what they call oh, these, gotcha. a web store. Oh, uh, yes. So go check them out. There's a whole lot of cool stuff on there. Too. There's a crazy amount of web stores they got over there. Yeah. And you, you, you might be surprised by what you find over there for local organizations and even mm -hmm. not local stuff, but like. Mm -hmm. Just cool designs. And if you're part of a local organization that doesn't have one up there, reach out to them. They love yeah. getting involved with the community mm -hmm. and helping out. So you too can have a web store. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. So, yeah. But support local and help out local. So. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, so back on the topic of halloween though. okay yes it is halloween time yes in just a few short days it is spooky season and um i wish i could put up more decorations at this point but um i don't think my house can hold it Ooh. <laughs> i love i love having spooky stuff out do you do indoor or outdoor mainly indoor but i've got like some cute little headstones outside that say like um like plot for rent or something mm -hmm. just like really funny stuff here lies yeah. joke yes <laughs> yes and then i've got this little a little um stakes that you can put on the ground that are two skeleton hands giving you a thumbs up so it looks <laughs> like he's just like yeah i like that <laughs> and then we've got like a big uh fake spider web thing but don't put out the i've learned recently don't put out um you know like if you do the Poly, not polyester. The, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The like uh, wool-like spider mm -hmm. webs yeah. where it's like, because like birds get caught in it or something, right? Yeah, birds will get stuck in that. And I was like, that makes sense. Yeah. Why would we do this for so it's long? It's probably like a cheap option mm -hmm. and yeah. relatively easy to put up. But man, that's a mess for the environment. But that's not the kind of spider webs you got? <laughs> no, no. This is like a, um, a string one. Uh, like it's got some like heavy duty nylon string that'll run it. So yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's a little more in depth than That's just nice. the cobweb things. But I, I don't have a ton of decorations at my house. Mm -hmm. um, I do have two uh, like metal pumpkins outside. <laughs> They're the kind of like, they look like a normal, well, no, they have like a face on them and all that, but mm -hmm. And you can put a candle inside kind of thing. But they're made out of metal. And they're about the size of like a normal pumpkin. Mm -hmm. So I got those up. And I did get a pumpkin over nice. like just this past weekend. So I think I'm going to do paint a pumpkin instead of carving one this year. Okay. Because I don't want to deal with the guts and stuff. But part of me wants to because I was like turning the pumpkin seeds yeah. into Cook a snack. In, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you put on them? Do you put anything on them? again back to my mom um she she'll do different flavors she's Ooh. done like garlic parmesan she's done the traditional like cinnamon brown sugar she's done spicy wow she really explores so that's, that's crazy we only ever had one like default flavor when, it's just the salted up. one the we would use what do you call that stuff like seasoning salt Oh, like, yeah, like Lowry's seasoning salt. Yeah, like the generic like Yeah, where it's it's not just salt, it's got like some paprika in it yeah, or something it's like, like that. Crushed pepper and yeah. yeah, little stuff. So that's uh that's always, always what just, the pumpkin seeds would have on it. That was some Lowry's on it. Yeah. And then you'd get them in your lunch for like 
a week, week after. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I'm tired of this, Mom. <laughs> That's too damn bad. <laughs> kind of good, though. Uh, yeah, man, it's been years since I've had them. Mm-hmm. I've carved pumpkins in the last five years, but I never saved those seeds. Yeah, part of me wants to go all out, but then part of me is just like, no, keep it simple, stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll see I've never lines. painted a pumpkin. Yeah, that's... I don't know. That's, <laughs> they'll last longer if you that paint them. Sense. Yeah, because you're not cutting them open. So. I'm I'm more of, I think the one that I have, I'm just going to leave. I just like the plain old pumpkin. pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then it can kind of be a Thanksgiving decoration too. <laughs> yeah. We, we, mm-hmm. we had these um, wooden pumpkins that were like kind of rectangular prism shaped with like a little like stick coming out. Yeah. You kind of buy it like a craft fair or something like that. Mm-hmm. A little set of like three of different heights. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, we would always have the jack-o'-lantern face facing out, yeah. and then like come like November first, we turn, turn them around. around. Yeah, still like it's still a fall decoration. Yes, yes, I've got a couple of those in the house too, where I'll just um, just turn the wacky faces around, and hey, it's still fall. You get another month out of it. Yeah, I don't have to pack them up, schlep them up to the attic or anything. So, although before <laughs> long, I'll be putting up Christmas decorations. Oh yeah, because your places. Yeah. crazy about it i uh, think we chatted about that one time because yeah. preference of holidays but let's just yeah. say i live mm-hmm. in an area where mm-hmm. a lot of uh christmas decorations are put demanded up. of yeah. you so mm-hmm. there's an expectation uh, and mm-hmm. i don't have not summoned the courage to <laughs> go against that and i kind of like it it's sort of fun it's i'd say more annoying than fun I guess for me personally it depends how intense the setup is yeah. like if you just throw some like little blow up things in the yard that just pop up by themselves or something that's very hands-off <laughs> this will be my this will be my third year in that house and mm-hmm. the first year was the hardest oh yeah but i i have some in certain spots that i have left up year oh, round gotcha and they worked last year i'm hoping they still work this year but <laughs> uh, they, they don't look super trashy because mm-hmm. i like splurged and got the like small led lights oh and i got them so that they like matched the house Siding. color oh. because it's on like the trim and i saw about like the white kind instead of the green string you oh, know gotcha so i and i leave the two hardest to reach to two highest strands i leave them up and oh, okay. don't take them down mm-hmm. i mean that makes sense it's so, i mean you can flip on lights whenever you want but i still got like six seven strands that i gotta put up <laughs> Ooh. and then we have the deer Ooh. <laughs> we got these like wicker deer mm-hmm. and uh We've got like two sets now. Oh boy! <laughs> well, one's like a moose and uh, and a baby moose, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's like more white, like wicker, and the other one is more brown wicker. But at mm-hmm. night you can't tell because they're both lighted. Oh yeah! And they don't move; they're just there. Uh, I don't do any outside Christmas. I don't have the the guts, the gall, the gumption mm-hmm. to do all of that setup. I probably wouldn't if I. Didn't have to, really yeah. kind of have to but like uh, alex has to beg me to put up the christmas tree because i'm just like it's only up for like a couple of months with a, with halloween is at least like we get two months out of it because i flipped the mm-hmm. pumpkins around and it's just like but but i want to see the tree up yeah. and we didn't do a tree last year oh wow <laughs> well, the way i would tell people is mm-hmm. i gotta do all this work outside i don't mm-hmm. really have the time to do it outside, inside, yeah. and you know we don't have kids or anything and yeah that, we don't have a lot of house guests over mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it was just like you know i go to my mom's house a lot and she had a tree oh so, so yeah you could supplement it <laughs> my office has a tree oh so. yeah 
you've got enough tree contact yeah, you're fine i'm good <laughs> I, I don't feel lacking no uh, gotcha. and i'm a i'm a fan of christmas i was i'm not a mm-hmm. super fan like some people but mm-hmm. i'm a fan mm, yeah and alex i, I love you I love you little goober every year we have the argument of real versus fake and oh. i'm like i'm not gonna deal with the the needles on the floor and like stan eating them my dog eating them we're not gonna deal with all of that let's just do a fake one i've never had a real tree i i have a couple of times and it's pretty painful to step on one of those suckers on the needles yeah especially if you have carpet you're Mm -hmm. not getting it out for at least another month yeah so no bueno but so and i'm like well why would we chop down a tree when we've still have this plastic thing that we're trying to quote unquote carbon pay off with so let's just use the fake one it's got already got tinsel in it already like it's like no assembly required yeah it's a very low maintenance kind of tree you just throw Mm -hmm. up the lights and then throw up the ornaments it's not like um it's got tinsel in the oh that's nice yeah the thingadings and it's got some like little fake pine cones already on it too so it's like it's ready to go. <laughs> Why do we need to chop down a tree? <laughs> when, when I was a kid, the we had a fake tree that uh, we would use every year for at least 10 years. And you had to like actually the branches, each branch you had to like put on. Oh. It had like a little metal thing on the end and you had to like slot it in for each row. And they were the the bigger ones and they were like color coded. Oh, God. But the little color coat bands on each one were like would ever fall off and so you'd have to kind of guess and you'd be like is this longer than this one oh god go in b or c and it was kind of a whole process but honestly i look back on it as like that was very fun and nostalgic a fun memory problem solving assembling the christmas tree i guess that's not a thing most people do they either have the pre-built one or a Mm -hmm. fake one that you don't have to assemble or no a real one one i should say (laughs) that you would just plop in the stand and yeah but no, I've done that a couple of times and it it's a lot more work than you think to water it and like, oh, I can't leave the lights on because it could catch on fire. Oh, God, I didn't and think about that. Yeah, there's like little things. Of, they're a little more sensitive. Than, That's the nice thing about the LED lights is they oh. don't give off really much heat. Mm-hmm. So, But Alex and I have the traditional bulbs. Oh. So we have a like timer. big ones. Yeah. Okay. We've got a timer set on um, our... Um, the light thing, we have a, a timer on that, so we don't have to worry about them melting the tree or anything. So Last year, I had about three timers for my outdoor lights. <laughs> oh, I imagine. And my house does not have a lot of outdoor outlets. Uh-huh. So there were several that I had to, like, Destroy. work through the windows and, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's not ideal. I'm, let me just say I'm glad Christmas doesn't go all the way through January and February because my heating bill would not have liked that. Oh. But, uh, but yeah, the, it was quite a setup, and now it's coming up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's your favorite holiday. Probably. It's weird to think. Like, I definitely used to be more into it oh, like, yeah. as a kid. Yeah. But. I don't know if I've just become jaded, but the holiday, I don't got that holiday spirit anymore, and it sucks. Yeah. I was just like, I gotta force it out of me. It, it just... got t- it got knocked down a big peg for me when I worked at the mall. Ooh, at yeah. the outlet mall, because um, mm-hmm. they start playing the Christmas music on the day after Halloween. No, no, and all the way through January, and it's just and it's not good Christmas music. <laughs> like no offense, I'm sure yeah. some people like that. Mariah Carey. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a lot of that kind of stuff. The and, pop stuff. And now I kind of have an appreciation for that one specific <laughs> song. But, uh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, 
I don't know. And, and yeah, that took, and just people are it's just so busy mm-hmm. when you're working retail during the holidays and everybody's in a, a, a mood and yeah. a rush and they didn't get this deal right and all that kind of stuff. So. Ugh. No, thank you. And I, I, I love when people come into the gallery cause like they, they realize that, Oh, this is small and like handmade and special. Yeah. So like kind of like, turn that switch off when they come in here for the holiday season and mm-hmm. it's just it's a really special time it's like a yeah. whole different experience compared oh, yeah. to like regular retail mall shopping yeah or something. yeah so like people understand that oh it's a small shop and they're all handmade so this is really cool and they the the, the monetary kind of set value also kind of carries different during this time too so it's very important to our our local makers and everything for the holiday season so if you have a chance to support local makers either through like a show or just stopping in um and choosing handmade over store-bought stuff or even choosing experiences over an item true that'll cut down on a lot of clutter i've heard that a lot of people are starting to move towards that so You've got classes if you want to you wanna add an experience as a gift. I've done that myself. I have as well. It's wonderful because um, you get to lock in some quality time with family and be like, hey, you're going to do an a la carte. It's here on this gift certificate. You book it. You tell me when. And we'll have some family time. So yeah. It's really nice. Great Good. idea. Yeah. And we will talk more about the wonderful things that are going on and happening in our lives when we come back from this break from our sponsor. And we are back from that break. Yeah. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) I'm good too. Awesome. On my second glass of wine. Yes. We're both on our second little glass. They're little though. Yeah. We'll say they're little plastic, like fake champagne glasses. kind of. (laughs) Yeah. They are tiny. We're just shy of half a bottle through, yeah. I'd say. So we're doing good. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're, on, we're on track for some good conversation. Yeah. Can't hurt, right? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We're trying to relax with you. Blow off some steam. Oh, Chit-chat. Plenty of steam to blow. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're busy people with some busy things going on. Yeah. <laughs> My head is steamy. <laughs> <laughs> but either way. Um, so uh, the Port of Fear Film Festival, we haven't chit-chatted about that. That was pretty recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As of when we're recording this, definitely. Yes, yes definitely. I don't, I can't remember what day we said this was going out, but either way, we could talk about it. We could do a little recap. And... There are past guests. We had them mm-hmm. on the show. Um, David and... Oh my gosh. <laughs> now I feel like a jerk. Oh no. Jeanette. Jeanette. Jeanette? Yes, yes. Jeanette. Okay. Yes. I, I promise I didn't have to look that up. It came to me. Yes. It did come to us. It was Jeanette. Jeanette. I know too many of them. That's why my brain was like, is it? The only reason it's tricky is because like we just labeled them in our, like in our stuff as Port of Fear. So yeah. I didn't like see their name a million times like I would with a different guest. So yes. Sorry. We love you all. Yes. And we appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> but Good backtrack. <laughs> Great people. Yes. And mm-hmm. um, we had them on the show and they had a lot of other PR ahead of their, like they were oh, on like, my goodness. I think channel four or channel know. 12, one of the Milwaukee stations. They ran the circuit. Yeah. All promotional types. Like they said, yes, we will talk about this whenever we get a chance to. And I appreciate that energy and that 
like enthusiasm for it. So it seems like it was a big success. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Lemon Street had a booth there and it was fantastic. Um, got a lot of questions, a lot of information. We had some art that was out there. Picked some pieces that were a little, a little spooky, a little fit the season and um, some kind of moody pieces. So like a monochromatic landscape that was like all dark blues by Ooh. Larry Lamb. Yes. So, um, and that had uh, a really intense, like crashing wave from a photo of Brian Wolf. And that was like, imagine if you were in that wave and it was really kind of spooky and scary that way. So yeah, I had a couple pieces out there and it was really nice. So people bought some artwork and were supporting local makers and local filmmakers as well so true and the weather was great that weekend yes yes i had to buy a hat though it was a little windy down there it's um, always windy down there yeah. yeah they have no no buffer of a tree or at all down there it's like bam well you know they used to <laughs> oh yes do, we don't, do you we, know we don't about have this? to get into that yes we can yeah. <laughs> we have time for that <laughs> i guess i mean if you know more about it than i do go i might know a thing or two about local weather yeah. um, i'm trying to think of anybody else that would be more of an expert yes. on kenosha weather than me <laughs> <laughs> go for it well yeah. in what year would this have been I know they removed a lot of trees over there. Well, may, yeah, maybe there were other removals. But the big mm -hmm. thing I'm thinking of is there was this big windstorm that happened out over, over Lake Michigan that blew mm -hmm. in from the east. And it was right before 4th of July. I want to say this would have been about 2013. Hmm. Was I still in college? 2012, somewhere around there. Okay. And, uh, and it, it was crazy. Mm -hmm. It was it downed all these big old trees along the lakeshore especially because it came right in off of lake michigan mm -hmm. and i wasn't in the area at the time i was in gurney oh <laughs> so i could kind of see it but it wasn't the same mm -hmm. and i was so mad because i'm like this was such a cool event i think what happened was there was like an actual supercell over lake michigan like in the center of lake michigan that kind of just go go, go buh, 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 buh. Went, <laughs> went right south yeah like due south uh -huh. straight through the middle of the lake and it's a very unusual track for it to make okay and i know this from looking at radar after the event mm -hmm. and uh i think it came i think what we had was called a, a rear flank downdraft okay uh rfd is what people will call it because mm -hmm. it came in kind of on the rear flank of this storm and then swept in. And those can be notoriously very high wind gusts. Mm -hmm. And it's not a tornado, but it's related to a tornado. Usually some people theorize that the RFD causes the tornado. That's Ooh. not been confirmed scientifically, but it's a theory. So, so not the cousin, the mother of the tornado. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's in the ballpark. Gotcha. But it's, it's a really, it's just a, an area of strong winds that come from a supercellular thunderstorm. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I probably want to. <laughs> no, it's fine. This was, this was interesting to me. Weather but. caused it to knock down the trees and therefore make it more windier down there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> and, and I think a reason why a lot more trees fell than usual, because I mean, we get storms here, mm -hmm. you know, we even oh, get yeah. tornadoes sometimes. Oh, the God. reason why is because this came from the east and I'm not a botanist or an arborist or whatever, but my theory is, is that these trees have built up sort of like more resistance to strong westerly winds over Ooh. the years from that's usually when a thunderstorm will come through, we'll have strong westerly winds, whether it be mm -hmm. northwesterly, southwesterly, whatever, but usually there's more a westerly supported. component. Mm -hmm. Then this thing came out of nowhere from the east and kind of blindsided these trees mm -hmm. and boom, down they go. Aw, well darn. 
I mean, there was a nice field, though, to have a the pop-up movie on the lawn, which was nice. True. So, I mean, take what you can, I guess. But it was really nice. It was B-O-Y-B, bring your own blanket. Blanket. Yes. Okay. It was really nice. <laughs> yeah, they had this, like, inflatable screen thing. They, in above, like, an inflatable projector screen. And then, yeah, they just projected the movie on there, and you were hearing screaming as oh. you're vending in the dark. I was going to say, you didn't get a chance to watch the movie, did you? I didn't get to see any of the films, oh. but I think next year I'm going to really try and schedule to see the films and have someone else watch the booth. So, there you go. Yeah, figure it out. But they had so many vendors, food vendors. It was fabulous. and The spooky market was there. Yes, yes. And I had boba the, both days, and... That was good enough for me. Boba both days? Yes, I had boba both days. That's a fun thing to say. <laughs> yes. So gave myself a treat both days for being there, and yeah, it was a good time. I think I've had boba. <gasps> you think you've had boba? You don't know if you've had boba. <laughs> okay, dumb question. Here, here, educate Jake. Yes. <laughs> it's it's the little balls, right? <laughs> yes, it's the tapioca pearl. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Tapioca pearls. <laughs> the little balls. Little balls in your drink. <laughs> yeah. And you got to have one of those real big straws. Mm-hmm. You have to have a specific straw for Bobo. I'm pretty sure I've had it at least once, maybe twice, but it's not okay. a common thing for me. Gotcha. I like it. Oh, I like, yeah. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. They call it. it like a Boba tea, right? Yes. But is it really tea or is it just, that's just what people call well, it? Well, you can get some as teas that are just kind of more, um, that are tea and cream and stuff and milk and stuff or milk tea is kind of how they call milk it. Tea. Um, or there's ones where you can just get like, um, they're more as like a coffee. They're more like a latte. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they've got a range and then they've got like popping boba. So it'll like, you can have like a, the base of the drink being like mango, but then the popping boba is say something like peach. So when you eat the boba, it'll, it's like a little gusher of it'll just like pop and it'll it's get like peach a, flavor. It's like a thinner than usual or Yes. It's okay. not as chewy for the popping okay. boba. I but... thought you were gonna say it was like pop rocks or something. <laughs> no. I mean that'd be pretty cool. Pop so, rock boba. Yes. Someone do it. <laughs> Trademark. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, boba was nice and I used to be a big tea guy. Really? Sorry, I'm changing this. I know. I'm just thinking about it. I'm trying to get Alex into tea right now too and trying to make him a hot beverage person oh he doesn't do hot beverage at no. all and i don't really either but like he's all energy drinks hopped up oh, all yeah, the time yeah. so i'm trying to like wean him down and mm-hmm. just like hey i know you don't like coffee but there is tea and there's matcha yeah, and it's like better than for you than monster yeah <laughs> and you're not gonna have a heart attack by like 30 <laughs> from chugging monsters left and right so don't yeah. get me wrong i love a monster I, yeah it's a soft spot for no. me but I try not to because I know they're not good for you. Sparingly. Or so. if I do, I have the like zero calorie one. Yeah. I'm trying to wean them off of that level of caffeine to. Yeah. The caffeine. Oh, yeah. That I am fully like I'm yeah. addicted, I guess. You said Hard coffee, to call it. coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah. I, I, I drink a lot of coffee and <laughs> oh. just black, mm-hmm. usually iced. Mm-hmm. I like an iced coffee. And then when you, I know we went to the buzz one time and you explained the coffee thing of like, if I say black coffee or like a iced coffee yeah and just ice and coffee, coffee. that's it <laughs> yes and i i've told i don't know if i've told this on the podcast mm-hmm. before but when i was in ireland oh. i had the hardest time getting a 
iced coffee the way I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I literally was at this one place. I was at uh, Newgrange, mm-hmm. which is a very famous like landmark in Ireland. It's like their national like landmark because it's like the oldest site in the country, 6,000 years old archaeological site. Mm-hmm. And I was at the cafe waiting for our uh, tour to start. I'm like, I'm going to grab a coffee real quick. So I went up and said, "Uh, can I get an iced coffee? And I even said, like, just ice and coffee. Mm -hmm. And then they hand it to me and it's got, it's a latte. And all the ice melted. And it was still like lukewarm. And I'm like, you got to put in a lot of ice. I know it's going to water down the coffee. That's Mm -hmm. part of it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I have strong feelings about this. Yeah. But there's a difference between a cold Definitely. And I like a cold brew, but Mm -hmm. that's very different because it won't be as watered down. Down. Mm -hmm. But I like it being a watery (laughs) coffee. I know most people don't, but I like it. That's why I want a lot of ice and no milk. (laughs) So maybe just be like, give me a hot coffee and a big cup of ice. I've done that before. I do that on airplanes. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Because I like it. Yeah. I I didn't think about that just about planes. I don't fly much. It just dawned on me like, wow. You're not missing much. Okay. <laughs> I don't really either, but I had to get to Ireland somehow. Oh, true. I'm not swimming. <laughs> you just, uh, so, I'm just going to drive there. But yeah, I'll, I'll often just say, I'll just have a coffee and can I get a cup of ice? And oh, gosh. It's usually not quite enough ice, but it's fine. I'm mm. not going to complain. Just give me a big fat cup of ice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Where was I going? Oh, tea. You're trying to get yes. Alex into tea? Yes. I'm trying to get him into tea and matcha and stuff just to wean him off the monsters and the Matcha confuses me. Why? It's, it's tea, but it's like mm-hmm. you don't steep it. You just it's put a it in. Okay. It's a powder. Um, and you whisk it in with either, um, I think you whisk it in with water to get it base, and then you add the milk, I think is how you do it. I've never made it myself. I always go to like a coffee shop or something and get a matcha latte. Um, or if I have tea at home, it's usually steeped in a bag, but... I just want him to adventure and just be like, we yeah. can go to a coffee shop together and you don't have yeah. to like just suffer. Say, I'll have water. Yeah. Uh, or just like, I'll take a soda. Like right. you're in a coffee <laughs> shop, dude. Like I'm trying to have him adventure a little. So that's good. I, yeah, I used to, I, I've had many phases of tea fan over mm-hmm. the years and my personality when I, nerd out about something i really nerd out oh yeah yeah and i really nerded out about tea for a while like i had a japanese style cast iron teapot that you would preheat with hot water before you put the water for the tea in and you pour out the first uh steeping the steep isn't the best you you Mm -hmm. pour out the first one and the second one and then you drink it through i think the seventh one and they call that the agony of the leaves Mm -hmm. and yeah i would use like full leaf tea Oh my gosh. And you get like, um, where they like pressed, um, they come in either like loose leaf, but then they've got like pressed discs of it. So you'd break off a part of the the disc. Oh my gosh. I know. I used to be really into tea and the whole process. And even I I was thinking about getting into matcha at some point and getting Mm -hmm. like a whisk and then properly like blooming the whisk and the whole process of that. And it was so crazy, but I read, a, I was watching a video mm-hmm. about like differences between America and England or something like that. And mm-hmm. one of them is like, nobody here has electric tea. kettles. Mm-hmm. Like they just, if you make a pot of tea, they'll either just like grab a, a cup of, a, like a cup of water, put it in the microwave, microwave and then to put a bag in it. Mm-hmm. Or they'll have an old fashioned like teapot that goes on a stove 
Mm-hmm. You turn on the gas burner, wait till it whistles, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And they were like, get an electric kettle. That's like what everybody in Europe does. <laughs> and and I'm like, I have one. I've had one for years because I was crazy about tea and uh-huh. I use it all the time for non-tea. Like I'll make my ramen noodles oh, that way and stuff. Yeah. yeah, make ramen. But we actually have one here at the gallery. But um, thanks to Lynn for give, giving us that and her obsession with Britain and whatnot. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I think that kind of led into, but she gave us the tea kettle and yeah. we don't even use it. So I use mine all the time. I have two. I have one that I keep at my office and one that I have at my house. And I use both of them very regularly. I need access to hot water at all times. And one of them, the better one of the two that is at my house, it has different temperature settings. Ooh. And that's very important for different types of tea, tea you do at different temperatures. A green tea won't be brewed at the same temperature as a black tea mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Or an oolong. Yes. You know. So... I've got a special, it's like a ninja coffee brewer um, that does coffee and tea. So literally I just hit a setting for whatever type of tea I have and it'll either brew a whole craft or just a cup. That's or, nice. Yeah, I really like it. It's, it's, it's um, very scalable. Like if I have my mom over and we're doing coffee in the morning, I'm going to make a craft. I'm not going to do mm-hmm. like single cups and stuff. So I, I, I have a type of tea that I'm not allowed to make anymore. <gasps> oh no, what is it? It's called... Lapsong Suchong. What is that? It's, uh, well, uh, explain, explain. My, my ex would call it bacon tea. Oh, it's smoked. They smoke the tea leaves. Okay. It's like a, I think it's Chinese, maybe Taiwanese. Yeah. Either. Anyways, Asian, smells like <laughs> but bacon. it's a traditional thing. Mm-hmm. And because of the smoking, it kind of smells like bacon <laughs> and I love it, but it would oh. stink up the whole house when you make a pot. Oh gosh. And then she's like, don't make that anymore. <laughs> So I got old leaves still. Uh-huh. I've got so many old tea leaves. I probably should throw them away, but. You can make art out of them. Art? Yeah. You can dye paper and well, that's true. different stuff. So. And I think they don't really, they don't go bad. They just lose their potency. Yeah. So it won't get quite as flavorful as a, of a pot. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I, it just brought me back to my tea phase too of like, you'd have little tea pets. And, yeah, and you'd pour that first one over. You'd give it to your little like tea pet. Yeah, I never got one of those, oh. but I've heard of it. I've seen it. Mm-hmm. And, a, and a traditional like tea set and everything. Mm-hmm. We're getting into a weird tangent, guys. <laughs> tea this tangent. isn't bad. I know. We got to talk about something. <laughs> I, I could talk about tea all day. Yes. My my uh, my cast iron pot. It's called the the, the traditional word is a tetsuban. Gotcha. And. Uh, I ordered it on like Amazon. This is probably 10 years ago now. <laughs> oh boy. And uh, when it got delivered, the guy like actually came to my door and hand- knocked on my door and handed it to me. I don't know why. I-, <laughs> I lived in an apartment complex at the time. Maybe it was part of it. Hmm. But he handed me the thing. And as he handed it to me, I said, oh, my pot's here. <gasps> and I'm like, it's a teapot here. I'll open it up and show you. Literally. <laughs> So yeah, 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 yeah. Poor choice of words. So. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't do that through the mail, kids. Yeah, don't do that. That is a crime. <laughs> and then my roommate at the time, this is in college, so mm-hmm. I don't know the guy anymore. Mm-hmm. But like, it was this. It's, was it the boots guy? No, different, okay. different bad roommate. Okay, gotcha. That's a long story from a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I hope yeah. you guys remember that. That dig, was dig in the archives for that. You yeah. won't regret it. Yeah, that's uh, a good story. But uh, no, this was a different guy, and he 
I had this this fancy teapot. It wasn't crazy expensive or anything. It was crazy heavy because it's cast iron. Mm-hmm. But you're not supposed to you're not supposed to put that on a burner. You're oh. you're supposed to heat up your tea your your water in an electric kettle, pour it in, and then it brews inside of that. Oh. It, the cast iron makes it brew more evenly or something. Mm-hmm. But um, he he would put it on a burner and the bottom of it got all like discolored Scorched because up of and it. everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. It still works, but yeah. Uh-huh. Anyways, now we can get off of tea. <laughs> yeah, we can get off of tea. <laughs> As we finish up our wine here. <laughs> I've had more tea in my life than wine. Def- definitely. Definitely. Um Probably if you even beer, yeah. if you put beer and wine together, I've had more tea. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely more tea in my life because I, my mom growing up, um, we'd always just have like an unsweetened tea in the house. Yeah. Uh, love you, mom, but it was part of diet culture and everything that I'm learning to work with and that like, it's okay to drink your calories. But growing up, it was just like, oh, we've got unsweetened tea mm-hmm. and it's just right there. Like it's a little bit of flavor to, instead of water. Yeah. So working on that and, but everything, we always had it on hand. So mm-hmm. I was like chugging tea left right. well now do you add like milk to your tea or anything like that no i've never been a big milk tea person unless i'm having boba like boba. yeah that's specifically kind of thing. yeah and i really love like taro milk teas those are just so good and like they're slightly cinnamony and it's just mm-hmm. i love it so good i got into a little bit of a fad <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing go for it i was into downton abbey <laughs> Oh no! When I was in college, this was like ten years ago. And I was about to say, when you, when you're in meteorology school, yes. Oh my god, <laughs> studying weather patterns and watching Downton. Yes, and drinking tea. And drinking tea. I and, love that. Um, I I had, uh, I also got into this weird sleep pattern. So I've, I've always had bad sleep patterns. I love staying up late and oh. have a hard time waking up in the morning. Very much an idea. My whole life, but one time when I was in college, that wrapped around. Like I started like going to bed at like 7 p.m. and like waking up at like 2 a.m. Oh, it was weird. I don't know how it happened. It was three weeks of my life. It's never happened again. Gotcha. But I got into that pattern. And College does weird things to you, though. I yeah, will say. I don't know how I was managed to do that, but like I would basically get done mm-hmm. with my classes and go straight to bed. Oh my! God. And then wake up at 2 a.m. I watched the sunrise every morning for three weeks. It was kind of great. I was about to say that sounds fantastic. But what I would do in the morning, because that was my free time, uh-huh. is 3 a.m. I would go put on a pot of tea and watch uh-huh. Downton Abbey <laughs> and drink it with the milk in it, because that's like more of the Britishy thing. Uh-huh. And that's when I learned you, you don't do it if it's like a bergamot tea. Uh, you know, Earl, Earl Grey would be a bergamot mm-hmm. tea. You you only do lemon to that. You don't add milk. Mm-hmm. But if it's like an English breakfast, you'd add milk to that. Mm-hmm. So that's the only time I would have milk tea. That is crazy. Uh, and I remember college having those sleep schedules. At the, again, Alex would do this thing where he'd just stay up. If he, his sleep schedule was just ruined, mm-hmm. he would say, oh, you've got to reset it. You stay up for 24 hours and you reset it. And he had me do that once because mm-hmm. like it, again it was very skewed being late in the studio working and everything and it's always nice to work alone in the studio because you don't have to worry about like oh am i taking someone else's tools or whatever and it was just nice to be alone in there to work on your stuff mm-hmm. and so being in there late at night was my preference but it got to a point where it was there a little too late too often the guy that would call in the parking like 
I'm here to call in my car. I'm staying overnight. It got too regular to where he knew our cars oh. and everything. And <laughs> just be like, hey, Fred, yeah, I'm staying the night again. And I just get bumped and bumped. But um, so I, I told him, I was like, I need to do a reset or something. I did it with him one time and that was awful. I'm never staying up for 24 hours ever again. That's your only all-nighter. Yes. Okay. Yes. And um, because I mean, I'd have like small amounts of sleep where I'd at least get like maybe three or four, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I've never done a full 24 hours. That was, that was torture. Yeah. And it got to a point where we're, it was six in the morning and I just like almost started crying because I'm just like, I want to go to bed. <laughs> like, why are we staying up? He's like, well, you just you just have to reset. And that's how he always said it was. Hey, makes sense to me. To reset. <laughs> I've so, done many, many all nighters. No, well, maybe not that many. Definitely multiple. Yeah, I've done late nights, but well, yeah, late yeah. nights. But mm -hmm. I, I, I think my record is thirty-eight hours one time. Oh, like I gosh. almost did a double all nighter. I was gonna do it just so I could say I did it, but mm -hmm. then I'm like, no, nah, I'm not gonna make it. You can't like operate. I, my brain just goes to mush even more than normal. <laughs> I think maybe all of my all nighters, if not most of my all nighters, were exclusively because of one class I took in college, uh. and that was computer programming. Ew. And that was not my strong suit. Mm -hmm. I wish it was. I mm -hmm. oh man, I wish I was good at computer programming, mm -hmm. but I'm not. And computer stuffs. I had to take it for my major, uh -huh. and there were these big projects we'd have to do. I think like three or four big projects. Every single one, I would wait until the last minute, kind of, mm -hmm. and stay up all night the night before to have finished my <laughs> programming project. And I yeah. did it like four times that semester. Oh, my God. Every time I'm like, well, it's another all-nighter because I got project number three. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I, uh, I passed the class, mm -hmm. barely. But And we had a rule, too, of just like it would reach a certain time point, I think, at like... 3 a.m. Mm -hmm. within like our friend group we had rule out power tools or like any wood tools like you cannot use oh yeah, yeah. like yes you might be here all night working on stuff but like you're not going to be using the bandsaw at 3 a.m. No, like no. you're not you're not okay you can wait in the morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to use the bandsaw at 3 a.m. Oh, so yeah, no, I yeah. never had to worry about deadly tools in, oh, uh, yeah. we in my had, schooling. Yeah. And actually, we had someone, um, they nicked their pinky in my woodworking class. And that was, Ooh. that was like a whoa moment. And he saw it and he almost passed out. Like, he immediately just face went oh, flush and just like grabbed it. And it was just like, um. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I know the scariest thing I ever had to do for my school, for well, my college. Yeah. Uh, storm chase well no because that wasn't part of the curriculum in fact they discouraged it yes i did it but that wasn't like for school we'll get into that later i saw a video about stuff but we'll talk about that okay yes. i mean we can go into it now i was about to say i saw a video of storm chasing stuff where um they were in a little like toyota corolla and they're storm yeah. chasing and it's like what what do you was it me that might have been me <laughs> was it from 10 years ago <laughs> no it wasn't but it was just like yeah. people have a built-up thing about it being like everybody has a tank that they take out there and it's all very professional it's not like, like you're mostly in your friend joe's car yeah and it's a toyota corolla like at least a truck or something yeah. i thought at least like have a little bit more weight to your vehicle but i i storm chase in my plymouth neon 1998 <laughs> plymouth neon with the espresso detailing on the side i chased oh, in that car oh i chased in my rondo oh my 
car. Yeah. <laughs> but they their car got flipped and everything, and it was a whole thing in the video. And I'm like, again, I didn't really picture it in a like a Toyota Corolla. So yeah. that was well, weird ideally, moment. when you're storm chasing. You can have an extremely successful chase and not have a drop of rain or feel a gust of wind oh. on your car. It's not about getting into the bad weather. I guess. It's yeah. about seeing and documenting. And tracking which it. Which you, yeah. you can do. It's hard to do sometimes, but mm -hmm. you can do without encountering the bad weather. Gotcha. So it's not inherent. Well, it is inherently dangerous, but it's not. It doesn't have to be. Um, you can have a great chase and not have any worry. Mm -hmm. Well, this this video was kind of like a... I don't know, internet viral kind of one where sure. they got flipped and as they were hitting the bad weather, the guy's just screaming, please, please. All of his friends are sitting there quiet and like freaking out. Um, but then there's just this one guy just yelling, please, please, please. And then the car gets flipped and it's like, oh, imagine being that one guy in your friend group. <laughs> Decent chance that I know the guy or he's oh, a friend gosh. of a friend. It's not a huge community. <laughs> oh, yeah, so I would imagine. If it was in Oklahoma, decent chance. But I can't remember, but it's fine. I think it went viral for that instance. Because yeah. um, I've, I've had <laughs> friends of mine have viral videos because of stupid stuff that like they that. said <laughs> while the tornado is going on in the background. Oh, my gosh. What? I, I this one guy that I don't even really talk to that much anymore. Mm -hmm. He was he's a good guy, but he he had these were filming this one tornado. I think it was in Mississippi, mm -hmm. and uh, he he just he, he wasn't he was in the passenger seat filming, and they he had a guy driving for him, mm -hmm. and he just kept saying proceed, proceed, <laughs> proceed, proceed, proceed. He said yeah. proceed like forty times, and <laughs> that kind of went mini viral. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Hey, it's the proceed guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just when you're in those moments, I guess you don't realize. It's intense. Yeah. It's yeah. really intense. I was about to say the the adrenaline's probably just bonkers. Crazy. Like nothing else I've ever experienced. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, as I break my thing. I was about to say, you breaking things? <laughs> I might have broken it. No. I was trying to twist it. I think it's fine. Okay. I think it'll be fine. <laughs> Anyways, but I was going to say yes. the, th the most dangerous thing I did for my schooling. Yes. Uh, not counting storm chasing was we had to. We had to tour a radar, okay, a weather radar, and they um, had one on campus that was sort of like a research one that wasn't in operation for, mm -hmm. not for the exclusive use of like field trips, basically, but that's what we used it for. Mm -hmm. And uh, that thing was so scary. Oh. I didn't going into that day. I thought, oh, this is gonna be fun. I love radar. I love weather stuff. I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. I, I'm I would love to the tour radar, a radar. So let's yeah. see the thing. Yeah. The actual, so these, if you don't know, there's basically a radar is just a satellite dish, but they usually house them within these kind of like golf balls shaped balls that you see on top of like scaffolding. So it almost looks like a water tower, Oh, okay. but um, it, it's, it's elevated because you need it to be higher up in order to penetrate yeah. the atmosphere mm -hmm. with the beam that it's sending out but inside it's just basically a giant satellite dish because it's sending out uh beams so um beams. <laughs> yeah. but in order to tour it and see the dish you have to climb up that scaffolding mm. and it was very precarious like these are like bars and the and you could see through everything and i don't usually have a a, a fear of heights i've mm -hmm. been to the grand canyon i stood right on the edge and even though they mm -hmm. tell you not to yeah and <laughs> it was kind of scary but thrilling more than anything mm -hmm. this was scary because it was swaying it was rickety <gasps> you high a bigger up? guy <laughs> and i could see right down to the ground <laughs> and it was 
I was just afraid that like I was going to slip through or something like that. There were big enough gaps in the metal where I'm like, say with the bar style, they're probably not like a flat bar. It's a rounded like step, which that's so much scarier. I don't know why it hit me, but I don't think everybody else was as freaked out as I was somewhere, Uh, somewhere, but Mm -hmm. it was scary. That was the most dangerous thing I did for my schooling. Going into a high on top of a high building. A radar. A radar. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, mine was just a woodworking equipment. Honestly, <laughs> like, probably more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Because I was fine. And we did it one time. This is once <laughs> the whole five years. Yeah, I kept having moments where it was like, I don't know, I'd have like final destination moments when I was first getting started of just like, oh my God, a piece could come off and like just hit me like, mm. whoa. And that's like, oh, you have to res- you have to establish a relationship with this piece of equipment like I respect that you can cut things, yeah. but I have to be confident in my cut because yeah. then that reduces accidents. But yeah, we had one kid that, well, I shouldn't yeah. say kid. We had one adult in our college class. <laughs> Nick is pinky. And that was, whew. yeah, that was oh, a crazy day. For a second, I thought that was his name. Yeah, Hi, I'm Nick, Nick his pinky. <laughs> his pinky. Uh, <laughs> Nick is pinky. I'm from Missouri. How are you? <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so I need to see if that's an My act. mom calls me Nicholas. His pinky. <laughs> Nick is pinky. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I was gonna be like, don't say his name. <laughs> no, <laughs> <You> I didn't. <laughs> no, but that yeah, that was a crazy day and I built a piece of furniture. I got that out of it. Yay. So it was a like a bench and a like a coat rack. So like it was a bench where you'd put on your shoes was the idea, and then this coat rack where you could hang items. But it was based on Darwin's Tree of Life, his original drawings. So basically, I turned that flat image into. Uh, I brought like three D planes out of it and had it move in the three kind of a three dimensional space. So played on my love of. Um, science so. very cool yeah 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 but uh, i can't believe i did that i mean it's crazy to say and like i've welded and i've done all that stuff and i've never welded it's very nerve-wracking the first time i'm like i'm just gonna electrocute myself on accident <laughs> oops <laughs> like not um not ground myself through the table or something and just i i don't know why i had that like whenever i'm using large tools or anything I just have this weird, like, played out fear in my brain of just final, final destination style of just like, I did something wrong and boop, I'm gone. That's possible. <laughs> so, but I mean, yeah. statistically, you're more likely yes. to die in a car crash, right? Yes. That's what we would say about storm chasing is the most dangerous part of storm chasing is it's driving car. your car. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, but I can't imagine that gem- that adrenaline rush of just chasing things down like that. So. You could do it. No, 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 no. I don't no, recommend no. it. No, 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 no. But nothing's stopping. And you. I'm fine with it existing. Some people are just like, <laughs> there's literally people out there that will just be like, they shouldn't be doing this yeah, and yeah. blah blah blah. But I I'm get like, what you mean. they're gathering data. Like, it is kind of a controversial thing. Oh, okay. They're they're not really. Data. Oh, <gasps> oh wait! I whispered and it probably didn't pick up. <laughs> they're not really gathering data. Okay. Most of them. Uh, some are. Some are. Some are. But. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't when I was storm chasing. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. pretend to. I had a little pocket anemometer that's a wind gauge. Mm-hmm. And I would hold, hold it up, up and I'd go, wow, it's 54. <laughs> Anyways, let me get in the car. I didn't write it down or anything. Like, yeah, yeah. So some are, they do research experiments that involve mm-hmm. storm chasing. Okay. But 
I think it's the exception, not the rule. Um, yeah, but There's... it's mostly about filming the tornado. I was about to say the it... thrill and maybe selling your footage. I know, I know people that make money, make their living selling footage of tornadoes. Really? Yeah. That is crazy to me. Yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, OnlyFans is a thing, so I mean, selling a tornado probably isn't too far off Only of it. tornadoes. Yes, only tornadoes. <laughs> only tubes. <laughs> only tubes. I'm trying to think of more of the slang terms. Only natoes. Only natoes. <laughs> Send me your natoes. <laughs> Instead of nudes. Yeah. <laughs> That's close, right? Yeah. Uh, what are uh, some of the other slang terms mm. for tornadoes? Uh, there was Spinny Cloud. No. <laughs> well, Twisters, obviously. Oh, yeah. Nobody mm-hmm. really called them that, though. And oh, there's a Twister out there. There was this, I don't, this may be an old thing, because mm-hmm. I'm not really a Storm Chaser anymore. So all my references are from like 2010. Okay. But uh, there, we would call them Maxi Grinders. <laughs> <laughs> and I that think sounds it, like a skateboard trick. Yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> but um, I think there was a local TV meteorologist in the Oklahoma City area that like used that term somehow. Just in like we might have a maxi grinder here, and then it kind of became a meme. And all, we were like, "Oh man, ten out of ten, great chance of maxi grinders tomorrow. We got to go to Kansas." That oh kind my of thing. god, <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm glad you. A wedge. Um, that's another term we'd use. But that's um, now we're getting into specific types of tornadoes. Uh, Elephant trunk, <gasps> stove pipe. Uh, these are all just like. Isn't shapes. there a term called like gorilla hail or something like that, or gorilla something? I don't know. I I heard it in a video because I got into a rabbit hole of weird like storm chaser things. Um, How did you not text me about this? I don't know. I'm literally a storm chaser. <laughs> yes, I was like, well, because it was only like three or four videos but it was like yeah, yeah, yeah. a string I of them it, it was recommended one for its virality first to yeah. me and then it was like oh i want to this seems crazy like gorilla hail um it's like a gorilla it was a term they used to describe some precipitation from the sky well, and i'm like hail is a thing it, well, yeah, yeah um hail is can be very large sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it is and i don't know i, I guess don't that, know, i'm out of the loop they kind of use that term and i was just like to google that is that like scientific <laughs> no um, okay, i'll tell you that you. straight away gotcha. most most storm chaser lingo is not scientific we like, use like weird terms and stuff like, that. <laughs> like skateboarding terms by the sound of it we, so. would, we would call uh turkey towers that was the thing we'd say it's a uh, it's a long story. Okay, we don't have to go into it. Kind of we would have we'd have just kind of slang terms like scud. Up. Oh, that's kind of a thing. <laughs> scud. What do you think scud is? Scud. Oh gosh. In in the storm chasing weather context, it may have other meanings. I don't know. You give up? Yes. Tell me. I'm trying to think. What words? It's come... Type of cloud. Um, okay. Uh, like all, most of these are types of clouds, but um, I was trying to combine. When you have a strong um, su- supercellular, often thunderstorm that mm-hmm. you think might be producing a tornado, mm-hmm. and you're starting to see what oh. you think might be a funnel cloud forming on the base, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's mm-hmm. it. It looks kind of like a funnel starting to form, but it's not. It's just scud. Okay. And it's, that's <laughs> kind just... of you'd be like, no, that's scud it's scud jimmy it's it's not a, and he's like it's i swear it's wrapping up it's grabbing up we're gonna have a tornado in a second no it's just scud it's tunneling it's tunneling yeah <laughs> no jimmy it's scud just scud 
We, that would be uh, oftentimes scud will get mistaken for a tornado oh my by inexperienced spotters or it's good we we have a term uh we, we call them sheriff natos sometimes because often law enforcement is which is not as well trained on storm spotting as a lot of others uh-huh. would say oh look at that and there's a tornado in dewey county and and we'd be like that wasn't a tornado it's a sheriff nato uh for them to ring the, the 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 county bell or something to be like, Ooh. and I mean their intentions are good, yes. but mm-hmm. it, that probably wasn't That's a tornado. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was just good. That's good. <laughs> ay ay ay. Well. Well, anyway. That's been. A- this has been a crazy episode. I'm glad you guys have joined us on this journey as yes. we wind down. Um. But yeah, I really enjoyed coming back and chit-chatting, talking about Scud. Yeah, you're going to use that now. Scud and tea and... Oh, oh tea. gosh. We talked so about tea many. for so long. Oh my gosh. Oops. Um, I had more to say about tea than storm chasing. <laughs> and Scud. Uh, that's my new favorite word. I don't know why. It's just that delivery is <laughs> Scud. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't always say it like I that. would, true. <laughs> but um, <laughs> either way. After this is then yes. I'm going to show Shelby a photo of Scud so oh, she can understand. I get to see Scud. <laughs> you at home can yes. just Google it. Yes. Scud Cloud. <laughs> but either way, we want to say thank you for joining us and for coming along with us on this journey as we're back into our, our rotation, getting into swing of things again before we take our big holiday yes. break. We're going to so. have a good run of guests here mm-hmm. in the next couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. tune in. Connect with us on social media. Yes. Comment, like, subscribe. Subscribe. Participate. That's what you got to do. Feedback. We want to thank yes. our sponsor, Joseph, from yes. Draw Joseph. Thank you, Joseph. We want to thank Would You Kindly for doing our theme song. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you, the listener, for listening. Yeah. And as always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, and you can also interact with us on Facebook, um, the Art Space Podcast, and our wonderful group, the Marvelous Makers and the Art Appreciators. And that's a great way to stay in the loop about local art stuff and other events going on. So see you over there. Bunch of cool, cool guys. Yeah, come say hi. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you can find us on Instagram at the Art Space Pod. And, um, yeah i think that about wraps it up for this crazy episode and we'll see you in the next one bye Bye. depression addiction the thrill that you seek our restlessness cages the fire we need we're here to